All right, I'm here with Liz, and we can talk about flow batteries, among other things, but there's the usual flood of disturbing cryptocurrency news. So Amy Klobuchar and a Republican senator have made a bill to try to regulate the cryptographic, uh, cryptocurrency industry, which God knows it needs, but it would also mean it'd be connected more directly to Federal Reserve transactions, because it really would be sort of integrating it into the banking system. So some people say, this is great, they're gonna finally clean up crypto. And other people say, no, you're connecting crypto more closely to the real financial industry and it's gonna drag the whole thing down. So we'll see what comes of that. Um, Chevy brought out their first NFT, which was a picture of a Corvette, and you would get a free Corvette in the drawing, but they opened it for sales for five days, and then they opened it for an extra bonus day, and they got not even one bid for the NFT, so nobody won the Corvette. So that's pretty bad when people won't even... That's a pretty uh, pretty interesting premium <laughs> for your shitcoin, though. <laughs> it, I know, and, then, and so the crypto skeptics people that hate cryptography, which I know a few, have made a special conference just for hating crypto. They're going to have a conference for the crypto skeptics for their first conference uh, coming up later this year. So uh, that'll be... I mean, it's sort of like shooting fish in a barrel right now. Well, yeah, but these are the people who have been screaming about it all along. One of them is uh, David Gerard. Another woman involved is the one that makes Web3 is going just great, which, you know, is a list of crypto fails. So uh, they have other people who are going to get together and have a conference just hating on crypto. So that might be fun. And uh, <laughs> something I didn't understand until I read this article, um, China has outlawed cryptocurrency, but they have not outlawed NFTs. In fact, there is a thriving NFT market, but the NFTs are on, I think, the official Chinese government blockchain, which records NFTs, but does not allow cryptocurrency. So you have to pay for your NFTs with real money. And they are, what's that? That's interesting. Yeah. And, and they are, so you can't have to pay with real money and they are trying to discourage speculation, although apparently not entirely wipe it out. So anyway, they do have NFTs there and, and they, they just found 42,000 counterfeit financial apps, which are fake investment schemes, often claiming to be authorized by the government when they aren't. And they've taken them down. They say fraud still runs rampant in online investment schemes in China. They haven't got them all. And they're trying to limit live streamers. Apparently, live streamers are really, really big in China, bigger than they are in the West. They're the main way people get wow. news and stuff. And they are now trying to crack down on them. So they passed like a, uh, they have like a code of conduct with 42 things you can't do, trying to get them to stop uh, saying forbidden things like everything else in China. You know, they very much not want to be America, where you have conspiracy theories and anti-government theories and everything promulgating. So uh, they're trying to limit them. And this is a reflection of how they're becoming really big. And they're trying to make them regulated and huge like TV. So anyway. Yeah, I, I actually, I saw an interesting documentary. Well, like sort of an interesting piece on that on YouTube where they are uh, basically importing fake influencers, uh, social media influencers, and then taking them on these sort of ridiculous tours where they have these minders and essentially they're like, you know, walk, say like walking around a, a marketplace uh, uh, and, and showing like, uh, you know, Muslim areas of the city and saying like, oh, see, there's, there's no persecution of Uyghurs here. That's just all uh, poppycock. Like none of that's going on. It reminds me of the, the tours I've read about of North Korea, 
Yeah, exactly. That's what it sounded like. That's what it, that's what it seemed like to me too. And uh, and Jane Fonda in Vietnam, you know. <laughs> but anyway, you got the Chinese news too, the billion Chinese citizens. Yeah, so this was kind of an interesting story that uh, came out um, that came out over the weekend uh, about a um, data leak where um, a data breach where a uh, hacker had uh, stolen claimed to have stolen uh, the info personal info of uh, a billion Chinese citizens from a, a Shanghai police database, uh, which is pretty interesting. Um, in this article, they were trying to sell it for about 200 grand uh, worth of worth of Bitcoin. Uh, and uh, there, there were some journalists who had gotten a hold of the dump and tried calling some of the phone numbers. Uh, which I thought was interesting because it said that some of this data went all the way back to 1995, and it was kind of mind blowing that pe some people would still have the the same phone numbers going back that far. But apparently, they confirmed uh, they confirmed that some of the people were actually the people listed. So that's that's pretty wild. And uh, you know, people are saying it's the biggest uh, cybersecurity breach in Chinese history. I don't know if that's true or not, but uh, it is pretty, it is pretty uh, sobering. That's a lot of, that's a lot of records, a lot of data. So it appears to be real then. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, okay. I, that's I, mean, when you biggest, put, I would think how big uh, can it possibly be? <laughs> well, I mean, a billion records is pretty, pretty intense, especially considering there are like 1.4 billion people living in China. So that's what I was thinking. That's most yeah. of your, it can't get much bigger. Yeah, most of your that's most of your population, which you know you have to consider that uh, you know you get into Chinese police databases without necessarily having committed a crime. Like when we went to China, the police had all our info uh, week to week. They get every every report you or every hotel you stay at as a tourist reports you to the local police and stuff like that. So. Well, yeah, but we're like highly dangerous, suspicious American people, you know. Totally. But, you know, that, that my, my point is, is that there are a lot of folks who, who end up in those databases that says that didn't commit any crimes either. Well, not any crimes yet. Anyway. Well, all right. And then I got the ones I thought was the best flow batteries. An interesting idea. What flow batteries are is a whole different way of storing electricity. You take vanadium and stick it in a solution, like a salt or something, and vanadium has four pluses uh, in the ions, and you pump electric, you charge it, so some of the vanadium goes down to three pluses, and some of it goes up to five pluses, something like that, and you pump them in two different tanks. You have a negative tank full of negatively charged vanadium and a positive tank full of positively charged vanadium in two different tanks of fluid, and you can store the electricity there forever. And when you want to use it, you stick them together and they, that makes the current flow. And this turns out to be um, reusable. It doesn't degrade. It doesn't use any rare earths that are hard to mine. Vanadium is apparently easy to get. So it's much, it doesn't wear out the way uh, lithium ion does. But you have these tanks of fluid. So I don't know if it exactly worked for portable devices, but it certainly works for things uh, like power stations and um, houses and stuff. So these things are apparently really coming and they're much better, easier to make, cheaper to run and all that. So we may hear a lot more about this.
Wow. Yep. That sounds really cool. Yeah, yeah. It's, and it's actually, it's not just to be pie in the sky like most of them. It's currently in use and being manufactured. So uh, they're at least starting real cases of it in real power plants anyway. It may be a replacement for the Tesla wall. Anyway, then you've wow. got uh, Google. Oh, yeah. You Google and abortion. Well, Google, for once, I can say, is doing something that is uh, not evil. So that is uh, a little bit of a return to their roots. So you got such an attitude. Um, <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I'm credit where credit is due. This time they're doing something pretty good. Um, they uh, they uh, have have tightened up the data and pri privacy restrictions uh, related to the way that uh, Android users' um, data is, is shared and sold with uh, third-party um, companies. So it's pretty interesting. And there's been a lot of talk about, um, you know, delete your period tracker app, delete your family planning apps, because this stuff theoretically could be used later uh, against a uh, person who may be seeking an abortion or involved in that. And in some of these states that have passed these very restrictive laws and outright bans of- uh, I'm surprised abortion. that it's not already happening in Texas. I mean, you could already yeah. ask 10 grand that way. Exactly. Because uh, you can, and, and what, what you're referring to is uh, Texas, for anyone who, any listeners who haven't, aren't familiar, Texas, before this happened, before uh, Roe was overturned, um, actually implemented a bounty where you could turn people in for seeking abortions and then get uh, get money if they're convicted. So, <laughs> you know, it, it's, uh, there are compelling reasons for, for folks to want to, uh, track this data and um it's it's kind of scary uh so google decided okay we're gonna um we're gonna tighten this up we're gonna uh not uh allow one of the things i thought was most significant about this is that they're no longer um gonna allow uh uh which um developers to see which uh apps are installed on someone's phone which is huge because you letting really don't do that. <laughs> What's that? They were letting people do that. <laughs> right. Right. And also, but it's also crazy because uh, they're going to stop let They're going to stop that. But it's, you know, it's crazy because you really could uh, do some nasty, you know, do some nasty things to uh, people with that. I, I mean, not beyond this story, uh, but uh I think that I think that's good. They're not going to um, continue to allow the the harvesting and sale of data related to those apps on the on the Play Store, which is good. Though I I don't I'm not entirely sure how they're going to control all that through the Play Store because you could you can easily install an app and then. Um, you know, I don't think that Google has a lot of control over what that third-party company does with that information beyond saying we're going to kick you off the Play Store for violating terms of service. But you know, good luck enforcing that before the damage is done. But hey, it's a step in the right direction. And uh, you know, one of the one of the best 
uh, suggestions that I've heard throughout this whole discussion is instead of deleting your period apps, we should have a lot more people downloading them. Like you could download one, Sam, and just start putting in crazy information. (laughs) Well, you know, I downloaded half a dozen of them a year or two ago when I was auditing all these Android apps for security Mm -hmm. phones. (laughs) Yeah, start filling them in with crazy data. You know, good luck. Good luck tracking down the women then. One of my students uh, talked about a VPN type solution called Waste that sends all kinds of random traffic to mix in with your good traffic. Awesome. Yeah. All right. And and so uh, Ron DeSantis is Florida has now got teacher training that teaches uh, high school teachers that it is a misconception that America was supposed to have a separation between church and state. We were supposed to be a Christian nation and that's what used to teach your students. And this is also what Marjorie Taylor Greene is saying, or Lauren Boebert saying this. And now uh, preacher Robert Jeffries has a sermon he put out on America as a Christian nation, which would kind of be news to people who have read like the First Amendment. But anyway, this is a big popular thing now to push straight up Christian nationalism and try to, in fact, they're discussing the new theory is that if you can't have a state religion, you can't have a national religion, you could have a state religion in the states. And I wonder if that would get past the Supreme Court. I think it might. So um, we'll see more of that nonsense happening. But I'm, I'm, I'm seeing Gavin Newsom pushing back. Gavin Newsom is, is like AOC, getting very frustrated with the Democrats that seem unable to send any clear message. So he's doing it himself. He's paying for ads in Florida saying, are you tired of this nonsense of people lying to you and saying what you can't talk about and crushing your women's rights? Why don't you just move to California where we respect freedom? So he's punching back, obviously preparing for a presidential run. And I think I'd probably rather see him than any other front runners among the Democrats. So he might run for president. We'll see. Uh, Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. There real is a real assault on uh, public education right now. Um, And I think that's kind of important, kind of a a hugely important thing. In addition to this, in addition to this whole, you know, it's news to me that there, there was never any intent of separation between church and state. I thought that was a pretty, uh, I mean, I don't know. I thought that was a pretty important component of the whole reason this country was established, but you know. But this is revisionist history and you know, the winner gets to write the history books. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, it's a slippery slope, too, because, you know, maybe all, you know, I feel like these folks are so myopic that all they can see is Christianity. But, you know, what about what 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 about if there are enough people who get fed up with this crap and decide that they want the state religion to be the, um, you know, Church of Satan? I mean, well, you know, I've heard a lot after the Supreme Court ruling that the guy was able to make his football players pray. People said, well, now that we can do that, let's have uh, prayers to Allah and prayers to Satan and and see if that'll all fly too. Yeah, well, and at the same time, you know, it, you know, it feels like a multi-pronged approach against public education. You know, let's, uh, let's defund it. Um, Arizona recently passed a, a law um, stating they're going to give $7,000 to everybody who pulls their kids out of school. That's insane. You're incentivizing people to pull their kids out of school and then give them some BS homeschooling or send them to some school that teaches them that 
dinosaurs are fake and the, the planet's only 3,000 years old. Yeah, well, I've, I've heard this argument, but on the other hand, I went to public school and it was absolutely worthless. I mean, but you I have, have a point there, but <laughs> I'm not sure that, I'm not really sure that uh, changing it to include more disinformation is the way to go, well, which sure, is but, one of the other approaches we're but, taking. But the people I know that went and paid for private Catholic school, they really did seem to get a better education. So it could mm -hmm. be well be that the private schools are better than the public schools. You just don't know, though. I don't know. Maybe the private schools in my area growing up in the Midwest were not necessarily better. You know, the, the kids at the private school just had more expensive drugs than the kids at the public school. Yeah, well, that's an issue. Yeah, that's the problem. You don't know. <laughs> anyway, let's, let's hear about the telecom service. Yeah, so along with the prices of everything else, telecom executives are uh, rubbing their palms together like cartoon villains so that they can uh, raise the prices on all of their services. And so expect your, uh, expect your uh, internet access to go up. Um, the three, um, basically the only three telecom providers, their cell service providers we have, uh, AT&T, T-Mobile and Verizon are have already or are in the process of raising their rates and plan to raise it further. So uh, great. Yeah. <laughs> and, and there are a lot of leaked memos here too, not really talking about the need to raise prices or anything. It's just because they can. Yep. This is, this is uh, how inflation works, right? Once people just start rising prices because they can and wages because they can, it just spirals. Yes. Yeah. And the last one I saw was a Microsoft story. In the UK, Microsoft is now telling people they cannot sign up for Azure anymore because they ran out of Azure space, because they have a limited supply, they can't put up new servers because of the chip shortage, and they just offered free Azure cloud hosting to the entire government of Ukraine, and that used up all their available European Azure. So for the time being, they are not accepting any new customers until they can build more servers, which will be a while. This happened wow. before. They've hit the peak on Azure a few times, I think. Microsoft's had trouble scaling up to meet the demand because it really is a very good service. It sure has improved a lot in the last uh, seven years. And I think it's making a ton of money for them. So I'm sure it is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, over time, uh, over time, I mean, I, I can see them that they're getting their bulk of their revenue over that. And, you know, the other thing is, is now they've, after they've won that uh, DOD contract a, a couple of years ago, um, you know, that's, that's going to drive up their, uh, I, I imagine the government, our government's using a whole lot of that uh, available real estate. That was the Jedi contract. I think that might've got canceled or delayed. Did it? Yeah, I think they're they're still fighting over it's going to be Amazon or Microsoft. And I think to where they finally just canceled the whole thing. Wow, really? They were both suing back and forth. It was, it was last I heard, I think it was, uh, they just canceled the whole thing. They're going to have to make a new version. So what are they using now? I think it's not cloud servers yet. Wow. But I'm not really sure. Well, I mean, that would be about the pace of government contracts. All right. Well, I think I'm going to stop this one and we'll be back on Friday. Let me find my link. There we are.